Hello? Message. What can you do to cope with the time change? Well, the American Academy of Sleep Medicine recommends getting at least seven hours of sleep a night before and after the time change. Adjusting bedtime and wake-up times beginning a few nights before, like shifting 15 to 20 minutes earlier each night. You can also set your clocks ahead one hour in the early evening on Saturday and then go to bed at your normal time that evening. So... defenders with domestic terrorism after their arrest late Sunday at a festival near the site of Cop City, a massive police training facility being built in the Wilani Forest. The arrests followed clashes between police and protesters Sunday afternoon. This comes less than two months after Atlanta police shot and killed Manuel Tedan, a 26-year-old environmental defender who also went by the name Tortuguita. Earlier this week, organizers with the Faith Coalition to Stop Cop City gathered to condemn the plans to build Cop City and the police department's crackdown on protesters. This is Reverend Kiana Jones. The reality of it is that the ones who are engaging in violence are the police, and they're from right here in Atlanta, Georgia. You got APD, you got Georgia State Police, you got GBI, you got Georgia State Troopers, you got everybody except the MARTA police who are engaging in violence and terrorism against the people who are standing against this illegal land swap. On Wednesday, a group of Muskogee Creek activists interrupted a regional commission meeting and attempted to give an eviction notice to the Atlanta mayor. Objection! Objection! We have a letter being delivered from the Muskogee Creek Nation on behalf of Muskogee Creek spiritual leadership in opposition to cops. Trail of Tears to deliver this letter to you folks. Um, we want you to know that the contemporary Muscogee people are now making their journey back to our homelands and hereby give notice to Mayor Andrew Dickens, the Atlanta City Council, the Atlanta Police Department, the Atlanta Police Foundation, the DeKalb County Sheriff's Office, and so-called Cop City that you must immediately vacate Muskogee homelands and cease violence and policing of indigenous and black people in Muskogee lands. We also ask for an independent investigation into the assassination of our relative Tortuguita and that the charges be dropped against Wolani forest defenders. To talk more about the growing movement to fight Cop City in Atlanta, we're joined by two guests, Micah Herskins, local community organizer in Atlanta, Georgia, and Kamau Franklin, as founder of the organization Community Movement Builders. We welcome you both to Democracy Now! Kamau, let's begin with you. Talk about what happened this weekend. I mean, in the national media, it's um, that basically domestic terrorists attack the police, and so uh, many of them were arrested. Yeah, I mean, the national media is basically uh, forwarding or believing or putting out the, the media and narrative of the police themselves. Uh, nothing can be further from the truth. What we had over the weekend was a festival um, in Walani Park uh, with hundreds of people gathered uh, to denounce Cop City, to celebrate the Walani Fours. 
there was a breakaway action in which there was civil disobedience, um, and there was uh, an attempt to disable uh, property. The police overreacted, came in, uh, chased people down. They then decided to go a mile away and invade the, the music festival. They broke up the entire festival. They threatened people's lives. They threw people to the ground. Uh, they arrested people randomly and indiscriminately. And as you stated, we now have 23 more cases of domestic terrorism filed. We had a total of 35 arrests at that rally and demonstration. Uh, and they continue to put out a narrative to scare people and to criminalize the larger movement to stop Cop City. I want to go to a forest defender who was at the Peaceful Action and Concert Sunday. Um, they sent this to us, uh, the audio, describing what happened that night, asking to remain anonymous. Their voice has been distorted for their safety. When police rolled armored vehicles onto the field and approached the music festival group, um, brought out riot shields, everyone stood together and demanded that we be let go to go home and only if we went all together and the police um, were, were forced to let that happen um, and it, it was really uh, scary and disheartening people were afraid people were afraid for their lives after Perdicito was killed in these woods after the violence that the police were showing they were targeting people earlier in the night and threatening to tease them and then when
Well, so far, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation has stonewalled releasing further evidence about what happened that day. Uh, the family is persisting. Uh, they've hired attorneys. Uh, they've gotten the release of several videotapes. But other than that, the Georgia uh, Bureau of Investigation, which, you know, has no real legitimate authority or right to investigate uh, this violent crime by the police because they were part of it. Um, and so we think that is why an independent investigation is needed. Uh, the information that has been released so far backs up completely the claim that organizers and activists and forced offenders have made. One, that uh, the police gave no warning. Uh, there's no videotape whatsoever of the surrounding scenes uh, in which you can hear any warning by the police. Two, the police claimed that there was one shot given, a one shot by Twitigita, and then there was a return of fire. The blast of fire that you can hear on the videotape that was released, a body camera imagery of officers away from the scene, was a burst of fire. And they themselves commented that it sounded like suppressed fire, which is code word for police fire. So we continue to uh, protest, to demand an independent investigation that has nothing to do with the authorities who were involved in the murder of Twitigita, because we think that's the only way we're going to find out the truth about what took place. I want to go to Reverend Kiana Jones, uh, who we referenced earlier, a member of the Faith Coalition to Stop Cop City, speaking at an Atlanta City Council meeting Monday. What will your legacy be, you so-called legacies of blackness leadership sitting up here on this council? Let me tell you something. Representation is not enough when you don't represent the people who elected you. The people came out and spoke clearly. And let me go to the Bible one more again and say that we are here as clergy to cry loud and spare not. We are opening our mouths and crying with a loud voice to say that we don't want Cop City. I live in East Atlanta. I don't want Cop City. I got five black children. I don't want Cop City. I like breathing clean air. I don't want Cop City. I want to drink clean water. I don't want Cop City. I don't want Black Hawk, black hawk helicopters landing around the corner from my house. I don't want Cop City. I don't. My neighbors don't. My granny don't. She's been in her house almost 50 years, and you suckers will never get it through gentrification because we knew what to do. So, again, that's Reverend Kiana Jones, a member of the Faith Coalition to Stop Cop City. There's also the environmentalists who want to preserve the forest. There are indigenous people, the Muscogee as well. Um, and you have those who are deeply concerned about uh, police misconduct. This, Kamau, this facility, this police training facility, would be the largest in the country. Um, and has any part of it been built? Do you really see yourself stopping this? Well, the struggle continues. No part of it has been built. They've cleared off some forest land and they've gated off certain parts of the area. But to this stage, two years later, nothing has been built. And that's because of the fortitude, the diversity uh, of that movement, the, tactic, the tactical diversity, the strategic diversity, the fact that we continue to press forward even when the mayor of Atlanta, unlike the mayor of Jackson, the mayor of Atlanta, who teams up with the right-wing white supremacist governor 
of Georgia to suppress organizers and activists in the city and to work with the governor to give state terrorism charges. We have a weak mayor, we have a weak city council that gives into right-wing demands. But that is not, again, stop this movement from moving forward. Uh, we are going to continue to press to stop Cop City. We're going to continue to try to bring economic pain to Atlanta by doing what we can to stop the Democratic National Convention from convening in Atlanta. And Atlanta is also attempting to get the fight for World Cup there. We're going to do everything within our power to let them know that if they come to Atlanta, they will be protested against. Uh, Micah Herskin, today is a national day of action against police terror. Can you talk about the actions that are planned today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, there, you know, there's been actions planned all throughout the week. Um, today, um, one of the actions is going to culminate in um, a rally at the King Center, um, where folks will be coming out from all over again to say, you know, the community is not in support of Cop City, despite the city's messaging that, you know, the entire movement is actually made up of outside agitators, which is a trope that's been used, you know, since the civil rights movement and before to discredit movements. Um, this is people in Atlanta who have been, you know, crying out for years now that, you know, we do not want we do not want Cop City, and so, you know, this is just another another show of community support and a community opposition um, to this facility. Um, and, and, you know, I know Kamau's been a part of planning that event. I don't know if you want to comment. And Kamau Franklin, if you want to comment. Not only are we doing actions here in Atlanta, but today's actually a national day against police violence. Uh, people can go to nationaldayofaction.info uh, to see that there is a list of over 20 cities that are going to be doing everything from banner drops to civil disobedience to teach-ins to direct action to rallies and demonstrations. We must use this time to revive the national movement to stop police violence and police terror. We can no longer rely on, for those who have uh, the Democrats or policymakers to make changes for us, we have to get back out there in the streets and demand not only our rights, but stop the police violence against our communities. We want to thank you both for being with us. Kamau Franklin, founder of Community Movement Builders, and Micah Herskin, Atlanta community organizer. And we'll link to your piece in prison. That does it for our show. Democracy Now! is produced.
The Audacity of Hope by Wanda Leah Brayton To find hope in the midst of despair is a sacred thing born of wings we cannot remember we once had not knowing we will have them again to wrench joy from the jaws of unthinking degradation is a triumph beyond compare to find solace in the swirling abyss of sorrow is as courageous an act as we might perform to seek beauty in a massive pile of Scattered dreams is cradling a tender innocence that cannot die. To find a sanctuary within a crevice of noise is a display of unconscious heroism. To create within the rubble of destruction is elaborating upon the tenets of bravery. To have faith when the sky is crashing around you is to demonstrate the strength of being more than merely human. To rise again from the grief that befell you is to succeed in gathering wisdom. To gather wisdom from such agony is a sacred thing born of wings. gorillas so small and sweet were assigned to the King Kong security detail. Their mission was to guard the palace doors and keep the king safe from any foes. They stood tall and proud, their fur so black, their eyes so bright, they never lacked. Their job was to keep the king safe and sound and to make sure no one ever came around. They were so brave and so strong that no one ever dared to come along. They kept the king safe and secure and made sure no one ever was sure. The king was so pleased with their work 
that he gave them a special perk. He gave them a special treat, a banana split for them to eat. The two baby gorillas were so happy that they danced around and got quite sappy. They were so proud of their job that they never wanted to leave the king's mob. Nuestra